fourth accounting considerations. Cheshbayne um nafshay, person is accounting with himself. Begaydol taybeisilakim Allah of the great goodness of Hashem with him. Beheorasay by awakening him, arousing him. El mashiyesh by chiyusay mishnei hoylamim to that which is the source of life in the two worlds. The Indian that is the source of life for this world, life in this world, and of course, in the next for all eternity. With the Torah, the lofty, exalted, trustworthy Torah, that could be relied upon to be helpful and working for the person. Lahasir Ivrainai to remove his blindness. Ulavayer Sikhlusai and to sort of clean out his foolishness. Ulahoyer Ainov to open his eyes. Ulakrivay El Ratsaina Lakov to bring him close to that which is desirable to his master, to his creator. And it makes known to him the truth of his creator. To understand Hashem in the true, correct way and what he is obligated to him. Through which there will be completed his success in both worlds. Like the Pasuk says, the Torah of Hashem is complete. Meshivas Nafesh returns the soul, gives the person tremendous menucha, even in this world. Kudi Hashem Yisharim, the words, the commandments of Hashem are righteous, they are straight. They gladden the heart. Rabbin, you realize that if you contrast this with the last husband, it sounds like the last husband is even if you're a total copy curtis. And I'm artist, but you should still be happy with the fact that you have brains, even though you're not using them. Just makes the last husband seem really, really difficult. But this husband's all about using it correctly. The last husband is Mamela talking about not using it correctly. Um, I, I'm going to have to ask you to hold on to that question because I'm not yet ready to try to address it. Just trying to get a basic grasp of what it says here just in the words, and then see how it fits with what came before. So just the first I think, step. I think you told me that the last time we wrote this, I think you said the same thing. Okay, so I hope that's not asking too much to ask you to remember the question, so we can come back to it very soon. Okay, so just to um, to take note of what the Chovos of Lovos means, um, first, Lahasir of Reinoi, to remove his blindness, to so cleans out his foolishness, open his eyes, to bring him close to the Ratzon of Hashem. It seems clearly saying much more than that the Torah contains all the mitzvahs, all the wisdom that a person needs to know 
to be able to come close to Hashem and to experience that closeness, of course, for eternity and even this world. He's talking, talking specifically about removing blindness, removing foolishness. So I think that just like simple understanding, reading of these words, I think he is referring back to something that he says in Sharavodas Alokim, where he talks about the need for Torah in addition to the power of the Seichel to recognize Hashem and to come close to Hashem. And one of the uh, benefits and the great uh, roles that are uh, critical for Torah to play is to enable, to strengthen a person's intellect, to enable him to um, persevere over the innate power of foolishness that would otherwise overpower the person. As the word designed where the Gashmi's forces are extremely powerful, the worldly influences are very powerful, and that could overpower the Seichel. Talks about there the Russian Asichlis Hagaiveris Allah Nefesh. So besides you know, um, all that the Torah has to add to what the Seichel can understand, which is also noteworthy that, like he said before, we have Seichel, a person, he, as he discusses, the person could understand a lot, even with his own Seichel, about Hashem, about his Midas, what it means to be uh, a, a, a truly righteous, good, giving, loving person that's close to his fellow man, close to Hashem. The Torah has so much to add to that, that, um, of course, we need to learn about. But um, even in the most basic level, we need the Torah not to be overwhelmed by or otherwise be a natural blindness and foolishness. Like it was also in the Mesil Sasharim, a person can be so caught up in the worldly affairs, doesn't even stop to think, he could be going in the world, and is essentially in a very precarious state without being aware. A Torah has to be misbinding, and the Torah plays a critical role to strengthen a person's intellect above and beyond the natural good ability that it has to be able to not be overpowered by these natural causes of blindness and foolishness. So that seems to be like the very first step. Rabbi I see you shaking your head. I hope that's encouraging to me. <laughs> I hope it could, I, it could be encouraging. But uh, if anybody hears this, uh, this Sahara, you know, um, I'm happy to uh, receive that, that encouragement. But Again, like, that sounds like, that does sound like the contrast that I was asking. The one difference would be that in the last Cheshbon, it sounds like the, um, it, it's that, not that you're necessarily using your brains for, like you said, goodness and chesed. You just have the brains. The Matthias of having das, right. using that however you want for nefarious purposes even. Okay. is something more than that. That's exactly what I was asking. Okay, so we may we may have to go back. I, I, I hear the question. I, I want to think about it. I don't want to even try to necessarily respond right away because I could hear the, the position that even when he talked about the seichel, it always meant, of course, a seichel as being used in a good, productive way. I don't know if we could say that the Chalos ever meant that the seichel has been given to a person 
even if it's not going to be utilized properly and productively and successfully and in a way that's going to benefit him. So there, there is definitely a starting point of a kayak of seichel that we have to recognize and appreciate that could be a source of tremendous good to a person. But it's also vulnerable to be overpowered. It also has weakness. It's also the counterforce. And the Ebesh does designing this whole system with that combination where there is the koach of a seichel that could be a source of recognizing Hashem, that could be a source of so much good in this world and the next world, but it's vulnerable, it could be overpowered, and the Torah is being given to strengthen it, and it would seem that a person could recognize, could see how the involvement in the Torah is making a difference, and really makes that difference. This Indian of, you know, a, a, a Torah tavlin and the strengthening of the seichel that comes through Torah, it would seem from this horror that the Chalazal was saying that a person could see how, oh, if I didn't learn Torah, if I didn't have that aspect of actually using my intellect to think, to work, to focus, then maybe I would not be able to see truth the way I'm able to see it with Hashem's help. But now that Hashem has given, given us the Torah, and we have this means of involvement in it and strengthening our seichel and then trying to apply it to life, we could see, oh, I have enough of a power to not be overwhelmed by what otherwise would be blindness and foolishness. And that's an amazing thing. <laughs> Just pointing that out as the first step. Um, another thought that came to mind was that the Chalosov was describing the Torah as what will be my life, my benefit, this world and the next world. And of course, this is relevant even somebody who is on a high level and he's serving Hashem, not for the sake of getting reward, not for primarily his own benefit. So I'm sure it doesn't not intend to in any way diminish that. But a person has to realize that from Hashem's perspective, what does Hashem want to give me? Hashem wants to give me everything good in this world and the next world. Of course, the way that I'll receive it the best is when I'm not primarily focused on, on my own personal benefit that will come through it, although it's inevitable. But essentially, the, the, the perspective that Hashem is giving me the Torah in order to benefit me, to give me the best life possible, in, to give me life in this world and life in the next world, without which won't have anything that could be a real human life, even in this world, and for sure not the next one. So that is something that could be a great cause of appreciation of Hashem's gift to me, Hashem's caring for me, loving me, wanting to benefit me. So we're looking at it from Hashem's perspective. Of course, and we're involved with it, we're not ignoring it, we're not forgetting about it, but even if that's not our, you know, essential focus of how we are going to be gaining, of course, it will happen. But we need to have the place of recognizing what does Hashem want to give to us. Like the Torah says so many times, Chavitz Chaim is always quoting it, the Torah has been given for our benefit. The Rav um, Bag on the Pasuk of the Rechad says there's nothing in the Torah that is 
harmful to the goof or the nefesh. And here we see not just not harmful, this is what's giving us life. So we should understand the Taira as the means for the best good life in Olam Haza as well. And it's not meant to be sacrifice of Olam Haza for the sake of Olam Haba. It's meant to be Shivas Nafesh, Samchilev. It's meant to be the, the maximum Simcha and Oinig in this world as well. Of course, of a spiritual nature, but no sacrifice from the best life that a person could have. Of course, it takes work to achieve it, but that is the, the Kavana of the Torah, to give us the, the, the great Alamahaba and also the very best Alamahaza that is experiencing it. Um, I don't think it's Masha from here that it's just because I'm working towards Alamahaba, because I have this great goal, that will give my life, you know, meaning. It's Chiyusoy by the Mahaza, is life in Shnei life in this world, life with connection to Hashem, life with connection to each other, life of Meshivas Nefesh, Simcha, Oine, Samchile. That's what it's meant to be. Now, of course, it takes a lot of understanding and appreciation of the Torah to see how that is accomplished, but that's a good goal that we should have to try to gain that understanding and then be able to make this cheshben properly to see Hashem's gift to us of the Torah that's our life in both worlds. Okay, let's go one more paragraph. He should think to himself. The Torah was taken away from him. After he recognized its great value. Meaning to try to imagine that person is alive, but somehow he's somehow caused to be devoid of the Torah cut off from being able to be involved in any aspect of the Torah, any learning of the Torah. He's still intelligent, he's still functioning, but the Torah, with all its aspects, its, its wisdom, its beauty, its mitzvahs, its means of connection to Hashem, is all somehow arrested and not accessible to me. So, it would not be my fault. But I would not be able to have access to it uh, for this world, or even theoretically speaking, which that was possible for the next world. I would not be able to gain shlemus that will be everlasting because of some some condition, some circumstance. Which of course, not really possible. Alpm is but just imaginary situation. I am held held off, cut off, held back, disconnected from. The Torah in this world and for eternity. And then there came to him a person, who benefited him with the Torah, who brought it back to him, who somehow reconnected, put back the plug that was connecting him to Torah and all of its aspects of life in this world and for eternity. 
Would it be adequate, sufficient, his efforts, his all his ability, to complete his thanks and his praise to the person for this? A person would somehow restore the Torah with all of its meaning, all of its implication to me. How could I possibly ever thank that person? Of course not. But Kolshkein HaBoyre, and certainly the creator, HaMeyer Ba, who is rousing a person to it, is giving him in his heart the, that understanding, that feeling to want to connect to the Torah. HaMeyer Ba, he brings out from his heart, the understanding, to understand it. He helps him to fulfill it. The least that we're obligated to thank Hashem for it, who? That we should run to attach ourselves to the Torah, we should hurry to accept upon ourselves and to engage in its mitzvahs and its warnings. Like Tavon Melech said, I hurried, I did not delay. Omar in the Pasuk says, How much I love your Torah. How delightful to my to my to my, to my sense is your, are your words. So um, it just struck me that this is quite amazing that here we have the person who has such appreciation of Taira and we say that the response to Hashem is to be Davik in the Taira. So he already has such appreciation of Torah. That's why it's so, so powerful, his appreciation, his thanks to a, a person who give it to him, to Hashem who's giving it to him. So then what is there that could be added? It seems like in addition to his valuing the Torah, appreciating the Torah, having such thanks for being given the Torah, there's an added factor of the personal. Hashem is the one who's giving it to me, or for be a person who would give it to me. So besides that, I would go then embrace everything in the Torah. I would have to also find a way to thank that person who gave it to me. So on top of everything that's good in the Torah, which has everything to do with connection to Hashem, there's the added factor of an Hashem. Hashem is the one who's giving it to me. So how can I possibly express my thanks to Hashem for giving me something so good, except to use it? <laughs> it's like, it's hard to find the mushroom for this. Like, imagine if like, you know, the, the, the parents are so proud of their son, so happy for his son. They want to give recognition for his amazing achievements. And then they, they provide him with... I don't know what, uh, some amazing new business that he could go and be involved in and engage in. And the only way to appreciate everything good that they've, that they've done for him and they just gave to him is to get involved in it and use it in the best possible way. <laughs> they bought this 
beautiful new car. You got to go drive it <laughs> to show them how much he appreciates what they're giving to him. So that's, of course, not an adequate mushal. But everything Hashem is giving us in the Torah should inspire us to want to express our appreciation to Hashem by Gufa using the Torah as Hashem wants us to use it. Okay. Um, I see there's some kind of reaction uh, uh, <laughs> in store here. Uh, and any and all reaction is the most welcome. Go ahead, Bianca. Uh, I'm just reading, I think I'm reading this whole paragraph completely Andrish from you. Because it sounds like in the beginning you're saying you had something, you lost it, and then somebody helped, somebody helped you get it back. Oh. That's a so certain guess... type, type of hakara that one would have that is a little different. So then you're saying culture came. You explain to me what culture came is here. But it sounds like not, it's about, not about the personal relationship at all. It's, the fact is that since you recognize that Torah is the rest of Zach and the Velps, like we have just mentioned in the first half of this recording, Mm-hmm. So since Torah is so gishmak and mayudik, so mm-hmm. so Mimela, your recognition of that should give you a, a perspective that you should be thanking Kolish Baruch Hu for giving you this opportunity. Meaning, what, what's the culture, Cain? Again, th- th- that first part of this paragraph is that you had something got taken, it got given back, and now you recognize it all the more so. You all the more so recognition is because you know what you didn't have. And so here also, if you recognize the Torah because you know what you know what the Velt out there is like without the Torah, I'm saying take our current situation here, the way the Torah Yidin are looking at it and the way the, the, the Gaish Velt is looking at it, two totally different perspectives in Gantz. And so we have to recognize the, 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 the thank Hashem for being Mayor Enai that we have, that, that we have the Torah. Not, again, I don't think it has to do with relationship. It's, it's a Hashivah Torah alone. Well, let's not forget that everything in the Torah is relationship with Hashem, and everything in the Torah is reflection of the Shlemus of Hashem, which of can course, all be part of course. Of course, of course. But even in the first part of the paragraph, you're recog- you're thanking the person who found it, not the thing that was found. You're thanking Hashem for for giving us this this Torah. But the focus is because of the Torah, not because of Hashem. I mean, the focus is on the fact that we have the, the object that was lost, which would be the Torah, Kilo. So, yeah, so it's quite, it's quite a fascinating thing. It seems like almost like difficult to express. The, everything of the Torah has to do with connection to Hashem. So it's almost like what is there that can be added to that? Hashem is giving us this means of a connection to Him that is so good, that is so beneficial. But then on top of that, we're using this muscle of Imagine if a person would have given to me my connection to the Torah. So I would have everything that's so good about it, which is all having to do with connection to Hashem. Plus, there was a person who gave it to me. It seems like we need that muscle to try to imagine a human being who I could relate to, I could sense, I could see, I could touch, had given me back after I saw how good the Torah is, and how beneficial it is, after we recognize that, which is quite a job in its own right, but after we recognize how good and beneficial the Torah is, and then it was stopped, and somebody brought me back to it, brought it back to me, wow, what I would feel towards that person. I have to add that 
in my whole relationship to Torah and Hashem, that Hashem is giving me, He is like that person, and much more so, because it's so much more involved on a constant, regular basis, to be able to have that connection with Him through His Torah. So Hashem is giving me the etzim Torah, all the connection, all the goodness, all the beauty, all the simcha, and <laughs> imagine as if it was all gone, and then it was brought back. So it's like, it's like Hashem is like recreating it, re-giving it to me. Constantly involved in my being able to have this that is so good now and forever. So there's the, the thing itself, all of it, plus the added recognition, Hashem is my benefactor. So I want to express that to Him. That's like an added... I don't know, it's just amazing. Like the whole thing is connection with Hashem. But there's an added aspect of I want to thank you, Hashem, for giving me the Torah. How's that song go? Thank you, Hashem. You know, I need something to be able to sing it out, to express it. To how will I express it? Says Hose, I'll run to do it. I will find some way how to is that good as I learn it. is the best as I that was keep learning. It's not about oil mahabon being an enemy of the shin, it's the learning thing. That's right, that's right. So and and there will be all the good that will come from it. And I need to like recognize the maid ani in the Birkasa Taira, in the, the, the basic starting point of the day, that's to be Hashem is giving me the with all its goodness and helping me and, and enabling me to, 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 to utilize it, to, to, to make it for it to work for me. That's all part of what I'm wanting to thank Hashem for. And the best way is through using the Torah that He wants me to use to give me all the good that He wants me to have. <laughs> like the, the Bubby made this delicious chocolate cake. How can I thank her except by eating it and enjoying it as much as I could? That's uh, that's how we should view the Torah. The only way to thank Hashem is by enabling His good desire to be fulfilled for us. Beautiful. Yes, I still have that recording, Yankel. I have that. I have that. Okay, boys. Say any um, any additional thoughts? Uh, reaction reactions. Is this more important in the first three, or? Um, I don't know if we could, you know, make that kind of a judgment. Each one has its own unique aspect. This taka, an amazing thing. I was thinking about that uh, just recently. That's, you know, how some of us are dividing it up. There's the first step. My basic existence, my whole basic nature, being exalted above the animal kingdom. <laughs> my basic existence. Then there's the amazing creations of my, of my, my body, my, my, my eyes, my hands, my legs, even the, the, the functions of the goof, the complexity of the goof. And then there's another aspect, the intellect, the seichel. Then there's the Torah, the ruchnius, like each one has to be focused on individually for it to have its full, full effect. Is the Torah, of course, the peak gift that Hashem is giving us? Yes, of course. But it seems that we need also to focus on the very tangible, basic, natural things 
which of course all intended for that ultimate goal, and they need that goal for it to be meaningful, but we need to focus on the basic tangible things also, able to properly uh, appreciate Hashem's chesed to us, Hashem's involvement with us, able to respond to it in the full good way, to make it achieve its full intended purpose. But should this be number one, or it doesn't matter? Um, it could be, could be this can't be number one, because we have to start at the most basic starting point, that we are alive. <laughs> Hashem has brought us into existence. Hashem's chesed has made contact with us in the fact that we exist. Of course, what is that for? We'll have to get to that, of course. We have to know there's a purpose. But the first step is just focusing on I came from nothing into something. I can see. I can walk. I can, I can hold something. Etc., etc. Step by step. Then there's the Torah, the beauty, the complexity, the depth, the, the sensitivity, all the, all the aspects, everything of Torah, every aspect of Torah is an aspect of Shlemus, Ramchal says. Okay. Does that help at all? Yeah. Okay, Givaldik. Okay, Rabbi say, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day.